everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody and welcome to your spiritual best friend. I am your host Josh Sanchez and when it comes to the podcast today we're going to have some fun as we are going to get ready for the full moon in cancer. So for everybody just tuning tuning in wherever you guys are listening live or if you guys are listening after this live recording Welcome. Welcome to your spiritual best friend. The topics we are going to cover today, because the full moon in Cancer is going to be out tomorrow, Friday, January 6th. So this is going to be, this is recorded on the 5th. So just giving you guys a little bit of an understanding. So some dates might get thrown off if you guys do hear the full podcast. But the topics, we're going to start with full moon in Cancer. What does this mean? I have some reflection questions for you guys as well. We're going to talk about the Cancer energy and how this is actually a very good chill moon for everyone because Cancer is ruled by the moon. So we'll get into that discussion. We're also going to talk about safe places as well or things that help us feel safe and secure. I think it's important that we need to be able to be aware and highlight our safe places, our safe people, and our safe items. Safety can come in all shapes and sizes, and it's important for us to recognize that. And then we're also going to talk about and end with a weekend tarot card reading, because if you guys tuned in last week, listened to last week's podcast, or last week's live stream, I talked about Getting my first ever new tarot deck. It's the tarot deck that I use is the the Modern Way Tarot. And uh, it's it's a new deck that my girlfriend got me. And I really appreciate her for giving me such a wonderful gift and helping me improve my spiritual practice, which I am in the works of doing. So this is a time period again for every podcast. This is a time for you guys to reflect, think about things think about your experiences think about what's going on currently how are you feeling currently do you have a good balance going are you feeling more emotional than usual whatever you are going through just think about that right now as we discuss these topics and if you're everyone listening live you guys can call in on whenever whenever I am talking just give me a heads up in the meantime And for people that are listening the following day, you guys can always send me an email at yourspiritualbestfriend at gmail.com. You guys can email me questions. You can send me overall feelings about the podcast. Uh, Your little messages, it definitely does mean a lot. And I think it's a really good point to start this full podcast, this full discussion 
with some fan mail. So I actually got a couple wonderful messages on my email. Shout out to Megan. Megan all the way from California. She messaged me, Josh, I love the podcast. I love your reflection questions. It really helped me through my breakup, trying to find and rediscover myself. So Megan, I just want to give you a shout out. Thank you for listening all the way in California and keep the fan mail coming. It it definitely means a lot for this podcast and it means a lot to me knowing that people are listening because this is a platform where if you guys haven't heard already, it's a safe platform where I just try and give reflection questions, give insights on my journey, and also insights with mental health and spirituality because it's so important that we are not losing ourselves through our experiences, through work, through having a family, through anything that we try to do. We need to make sure that we are still well, still questioning what we are doing. Is it making us full? Is it helping us? Because we only have one lifetime. And, you know, like, I mean, obviously there's past lives and all that stuff too, but in this physical present moment, that can get lost. What we are currently doing right now in this present moment. So my podcast is all about getting us into that present focus moment and helping us just realize some new things about ourselves along the way. So thank you, Megan, for your kind messages. And you guys can continue to send those. And like always, guys, just drop a rating, like, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys do listen. The ratings will really help boost the podcast overall. And I know on my Spotify wrapped, I am one of the top in my category for minutes created, content minutes created. That just shows you again, just a consistency. So I would love the feedback. It definitely means a lot. And thank you, Megan. And I'll make sure to add other people as well for future podcasts as well. But without further ado, we are already a couple minutes into the pod. Let's get started with the first topic. So the full moon in cancer. So for people, they're like, what? What is going on? Why are people feeling more intense or why, why do things feel more draining lately? It could be because it's a full moon. And the reason why full moons are so, are, can be a very intense time period is because whatever sun sign we are in, the moon rules one, our inner world, our emotions. And when it's a full moon, our emotions, what's happening currently, our emotions are going against what our core values are. That's what usually is happening because the sun is all about the core values, how we express ourselves, and the moon is our inner lunar world. And when it's when they're both in opposition for each other, you get craziness. And that's what a full moon happens. That's why whenever there's a full moon, especially with myself, because I work with a bunch of kids, I can tell, okay, these kids are probably going to be feeling some type of way. Uh, currently because of what's happening and what's currently going on. So that's just a good way to just a good little just overall summary of what's going on between the planets and why a full moon is always just so intense. But the reason why this moon is a little bit different compared to others is because this moon is in Cancer and Cancer feels the most comfort 
in the moon because the moon rules cancer. So think about it. The moon is all about our emotions, our inner world. Cancer is a cardinal water sign ruled by the moon. So you know cancer is all about comfort. It's all about that sense of safety, all about that sense of home. And also cancers, when they are on, when they're at their best, they're very compassionate. They love, they show tons of respect. It's all about understanding and empathizing with people. That's one of the most powerful things with all water signs. But out of all the water signs, cancers tend to do it in a more deeper, meaningful level because they're ruled by the moon. Think about the moon. The moon travels everywhere. Not as much as Mercury, obviously, but the moon is constantly everywhere. It goes through all the signs. It's making sure that all the signs are okay, making sure that all the planets are okay. And it does it in a more nurturing way. But if you're so focused on taking care of others, right? Just like what the moon does, taking care of others, making sure that all of the other planets are okay. What can happen is the moon can become emotionally drained, emotionally exhausted. And that is what this moon is, this cancer full moon is meant to show us currently. When it comes to this full moon, it's a reminder that it is not your role to hold someone's failures, upsets, disappointments, downfalls, or shortcomings as your own. You're not a punching bag. You are a human worthy of compassion, choices, and respect. Show yourself some love and compassion during this full moon. Do the things that make you feel whole. Do the things that make... Do that self-care, that self-love. Do the things that you love and you enjoy doing during this time period. Because this is what the moon... What the moon's energy is showing you right now. If you have not done that, you are going to feel that right now. If you have been avoiding taking care of yourself... If you've been avoiding, if you've been avoiding trying to change yourself for the better, this is going to be a reminder moon for you that you need to get yourself on the right track because emotionally you are not on the right track. You're either letting other people affect you what's going on. You're either feeling very disappointed towards certain things. You're upset about somebody else's failures. Whatever you are experiencing during this time period, if you have not done the emotional work, this is a reminder, this is what you need to do to get back on track so that way you are feeling more emotionally in tune because that can happen throughout our lifetimes, especially when you are constantly doing things for other people. You're not doing things for yourself and you're not doing the things that can help you make, that can help you feel whole. And with that, it can become very draining. It can become very exhausting. So this is a very good check-in space. Okay, when it comes to safety, which we're going to talk about in our next topic, when it comes to voicing how you're feeling, when it comes to building that compassion and surrounding yourself, getting respect from the people you care about, this is a time period where we're all going to need that. Because of the full moon being in Cancer. And also let's tie it in that we're starting a new year as well. 
So there's a lot of self-reflection. This is a time period where there's tons of self-reflection and we are currently in Capricorn season as well. And there's a lot of other planets that are in retrograde, which has been a very long journey and for ourselves. So my point is, is that there's a lot of stuff that we have done over the past year. There are some things that we're very proud of. There are some things that we have made mistakes on. And this is the first full moon of the new year. And this full moon is meant to just again show us. Okay. We need to make sure that we are doing the things that make us feel whole. And we are not doing things that are continuing to make to, to continuing to make to drain us, to hurt us, to put us in a situation where we are holding someone else's failures or we're taking things too personally. We need to get back to what is making us feel whole, building that self-worth for ourselves. Because if we're so busy taking care of other people, we're losing our sense of self. So this is just a reminder. Do not lose yourself. Let's do the things that make us feel whole, make us feel worthy and can help fill our cups back up because we all have that ability to, we all, we all, every human has love, heart, you know, love, compassion. Some people show up more than others, but if we show too much of that, it drains us. So this is a full moon again, tenderness, love, and care go a long way. If you need love from other people, you need to, you need to talk about that. Show yourself some love and compassion during this full moon. Do something that makes you feel good about yourself because you've been working so hard and now's the time and a good reminder, okay, let's get back to doing things that maybe we missed out because of work or maybe you know something that we've been really wanting to do for these past couple months that we have not done yet. Let's do that. So that way, you know, we feel more connected with ourselves. So that way we're getting ready for the rest of this month and for the new calendar year because there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. So to wrap up this topic again, cancer is a cardinal sign ruled by the moon. Cancer is the crab. So picture a crab hard on the outside, soft on the inside, inside, moon, Lunar world, all about emotions. So this is, again, just a reminder. We need to do the things to show ourselves compassion, respect for ourselves, and show us some love. Especially if you're working in a mental health or an industry that involves taking care of so many other, pe- so many other people. We can fall into that trap as healers to think that if our clients are not improving right away or they're taking longer to get it, we can put the blame on our shoulders. And it's important for us not to do that because again, as long as we are trying our best, eventually everybody that we do work with, they're going to get it. But some people are going to learn more than quicker than others. And some people might not learn through your exchanges right now, but it's not a reflection on you as long as you are trying your best. And that's what matters at the end of the day. But I know I can get sidetracked a little bit to wrap up 
this first topic because for the full podcast, I'm going to shoot for half an hour to 40 minutes because I know that I can definitely ramble from time to time. So I'm going to cut it a little bit shorter than usual for you guys today. But I just wanted to give that little disclaimer before we get into this next topic. So I always love to do rising signs. So depending on your rising sign, again, I'm going to explain where you guys are going to feel this this type of energy because for some people you might really connect with the cancer energy from other people you guys might not so this is where where you guys might be feeling again this is not 100% definite but this is where you guys might be feeling this energy so we're going to start obviously with cancer risings because cancer risings this is going to be in your first house which involves identity physical being, sense of self, presence, perspective, ego. So this is a real just test in your overall sense of ego and sense of self. So this moon, if you have not been taking care of yourself, this is you're really going to feel it during this time period. Trying to think of next, where should we go? Yes. So now we're going to go with Leo risings. So you guys are going to feel this energy in your second house, which involves values, material possessions, money, objects, belongings. So for Leo Risings, this might be a time period where your possessions might bring you value. Maybe buying something that you have not wanted to buy in a very long time. Maybe this is a good time period for you guys to do that, you know, as long as it's making you feel whole. Like I know for me, I had a really good Christmas. I got a lot of spiritual stuff that how it's going to help me in my journey. So maybe you guys might need to get that as well. Also money as well. It's all about possessions. It's not just about money. It's how we value things. So you guys might be feeling the moon's energy there. Virgo risings. You guys are going to be feeling the Cancer's full moon in your third house, which involves your local community, communication, peers, colleagues, classmates, even siblings. So think of people that you're around with constantly, not your family or your home, but more of like your local community. That is where you guys are going to feel this cancer full moon. Are these people making you feel whole? They're showing you that love and compassion. Something to think about. Libra risings. You guys are going to feel the moon's energy in your fourth house, which involves home family, origin, roots, background. So it's all about the home here. What makes you feel at home? Overall, your family, are family members making you feel whole? Are they criticizing you? Something to think about for Libra Risings. After Libra Risings, we got Scorpio Risings. You guys are going to feel this full moon's energy in your fifth house, which involves creativity, Creativity can be anything. It can be the physical creation or it can be creating art, just problem solving as well. It's all about performance, play. This is like your child house, your inner child. So that's something to think about. Are you doing things that's connecting with your inner child? Sag Risings, that's what I am. You guys are going to feel this full moon energy in your Sixth house, which involves health, wellness, daily rituals, exercise, diet, routines, habits. This energy, again, 
It's all about the physical health and exercise. So rituals are important, like our daily rituals. So this could be something where your day-to-day routines, you might change it up. Or if you're doing it, if your daily routines is helping you feel whole, good. Let's continue. So exercise, diet, routines, all about that stuff. Capricorn risings, you guys are going to feel this full moon's energy in your seventh house, which involves partnerships, contracts, commitments. So the key word here is commitments and partnerships. It involves contracts. So this is a time period where you got to look at the people that you're around. Are they making you feel full, compassionate? Are you taking the burden for their failures or not lack of commitments? Something to think about for Capricorn Risings. Aquarius Risings, you guys are going to feel the full moon's energy in your eighth house, which involves trauma, intimacy, sexuality, transformation. So this is this can be a very intense type of house for Aquarius Risings. Something to really think about. Are you getting enough intimacy? Is the intimacy fulfilling you? Do you, are you in a mix of a transformation? Is it fulfilling you? Is your trauma resurfacing? So for Aquarius Risings, think about that along the way. Pisces Risings, you guys are going to feel the full moon's energy in your ninth house, which involves higher learning, traveling, opportunity, and expansion. So if you guys have recently done something new, This is a time period where is this making you feel whole? Is expansion going to help you make you feel whole in this particular situation? If you're in higher learning and education, is this going to make you feel whole? Something to think about. Aries risings. You guys are going to feel the full moon's energy in your 10th house, which involves reputation, legacy, achievement, success. So this is all about the, the career house. So for my Aries risings, Look at the career path you want or you are on. Is it making you feel whole? Is that thing you are starting? Is it making you feel good? Is it making you feel is there challenges? Is it just something for you to just check in and 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 ask yourself? Taurus risings, you guys are gonna feel the cancer energy in your eleventh house, which is humanitarianism, technology, network. So it's all about the common good work. So are you doing things that's making you feel whole? Are you connecting with and helping others? This is a time period for you to check out that. And then last but not least, Gemini Risings. You guys are going to feel this full moon energy in your 12th house, which involves spirituality, the subconscious. So anything beyond the five senses. So in terms of your spirituality, Are you, do you feel whole about it? Do you feel connected about it? Are people affecting you when it comes to that spiritual aspect? That's something for you to think about. So we're going to take a quick break here. This wraps up the first topic. So I went through all the houses. I went through the Cancer Full Moon Energy. Just something for you guys to think about. The last thing I will say before we take a real quick break, just some questions for you guys to think about during this full moon for everyone. So when it comes to the full moon reflections, who, what, and where makes me feel at the most at home, the sense of home and safety? That's question one. And all of these will be in the show description as well. So that way you guys can copy them and 
just do some reflection like I'm doing during the full moon. Second question, how can I further show my family how important my work is to me? And then the third question, what gets in my way of sharing my needs with others? So those are the three questions I want you guys to think about. We're going to take a couple minutes to relax and then we'll be right back for our second topic and tarot card reading. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcash gave away over $100,000 to up-and-coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcash, It's a great way to get cash, and best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list, or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. All right, guys, and we are back. So I hope you guys took some time to think about those questions as we wrapped up our first topic. When it comes to the next topic, this will be our second and final topic for today's podcast. So earlier I talked about the cancer full moon, overall the cancer energy, how it's going to affect us based off of our rising signs. Our rising signs are, again, just It's our first house ruler, so this is the energy that we really like to present to other people. I like rising signs more than sun signs because I think your rising sign tells a little bit more about yourself because of how you want to present yourself to other people. Um, But just wrapping up the ends of the topic, I just wanted to give you guys just some positive affirmations during this Cancer Full Moon. So this first one being... Being responsible nurtures me. I have the duty to protect myself. I trust my feelings. My roots are strong. So those statements are some things and some affirmations you guys can say to yourself while experiencing this full moon and honestly just doing some reflection as well. So I love a full moon just like how I love a new moon. It's a great opportunity to... Just think and reflect, which we all need to through we all need to do at least a couple times a month because we are all on our different journeys and all that stuff. So I figured since cancer is all about feeling at home and feeling safe, I just wanted to do a quick five to ten minute topic on comfort in our safe zones. It's important for us to find whether that's items, whether that is people, whether that is whether that is places, anything that makes you feel safe because there's going to be times throughout your journey that you're on. I know this because I have experienced this myself 
where we're not going to feel safe, whether that's at school, whether that is at home, whether that is anywhere. There's going to be times where we're not going to feel safe and having those items or having that safe place is so important for our own mental health. So I want you guys to think about what are some things that make you feel safe? What are some what are some items that you can bring with you to feel safe, to feel comfort? Because safety does not have to be there is an importance for just all it takes is one person to really be to build an established trust that can really help us insurmountable. But for the people that do not have that right now, what are some items or what are some things that you guys think about that makes you feel safe, makes you feel whole? Like I know for some people, it could be a blanket. For some people, it could be a stone. For some people, it could be a doll. For some people, it could be a stuffed animal. Just something where if you look at it, you feel comfort, you feel safe, you feel secure. And it can be an item, it can be a person, again, someone that you trust, someone that you can be vulnerable with. Think about those people. And then it also could be a physical place. For some people, it could be going in nature, sitting outside, journaling at a park. For some people, it could be that local coffee shop. It's going to look different for everybody. And it's important to know, again, what makes you feel safe. What makes you just feel comfort where if you are experiencing high anxiety or if you are experiencing intense emotions that you can tap into that, give yourself a couple minutes and recenter and refocus. So many people spend lifetimes trying to figure out that one simple question. What is it that makes you feel safe and secure? And it's important for us to slow down what we are doing and give ourselves those couple minutes throughout the day to reflect and ask ourselves what makes us feel safe and secure. So I am not someone that is going to preach all this and not apply it to my own everyday life. For me, I have certain crystals that I go to that I love, that I take with me everywhere I go to help me feel safe and comfort. I always have a tiger's eye with me. I I also have a stone that's shaped in a heart. It's an amethyst. And me and my girlfriend, we each have one. Um, So even though, because currently we don't live with each other, we're both very busy. Uh, She, we both in master's programs and I'm, I'm living on my own and she also is trying to figure it out. So Although we don't physically see each other all the time, we carry our stones with us whenever we go to work or class to show again that although we might not physically be there, when we have our stones, I know that you have my back and I know that you are there spiritually. So the reason why I am being open and honest is I carry my stones with me to work with me to whenever I have an interview or whenever I'm in class, anywhere where my anxiety starts to tap high. And when it is, I touch the stones, I feel the stones, I look at the stones. So that way it just helps me and reminds me again of that comfort, of that safety, which is so important. So 
That's something I want you guys to think about listening to this podcast and to think about. What is it that can help me feel comfort, safe, and secure, and to help me refocus on this present moment? Because I can talk about it now, but then in the heat of the moment, you know, it, it can be completely different. So just ask yourself that. Think about that. Can you bring something that's valuable to you? It can, you can put it in your pocket or put it in your bag. So that way, when things arise, you can look back into it. Okay, I'm going to be safe. Okay, I got this. I'm going to do this. Because safety is so important. That feeling of feeling safe. When that gets taken away, our survival instincts kick in. That fight or flight kicks in. So let's be able and be more aware of, okay, what can I do to help me feel safe? Because you're not always going to feel safe at every place you go. That's just how life is. Like, I wish I could say like, oh yeah, like it's everywhere you go, you're going to feel safe. Like now there's going to be situations where you're going to be uncomfortable and having those things with us to help us feel comfortable can be a great thing to help us along the way in our own journeys. So that's just something to think about. Groundedness and finding those items to make you feel safe. Also, even having a safe place. It could be your home. It could be a specific room in your home. It could be a specific part of your room, which is in your home. Because I know for me, I have like a little, I have like a little stone altar that I like that I burn incense. That's like my little like safe area in my apartment. So it can be even little stuff like that. It doesn't have to be this huge, big thing. It can be something small like that where you go to after a long day and you're ready for the next day. Because if we hold everything in and we absorb everything like a sponge, we just absorb everything. And eventually we need to be squeezed. If we don't, it's just going to continue to build and build and build until and until Everything leaks out and we don't want that to happen. So again, what makes you feel comfortable? What are some items that make you feel safe? Is there specific parts of your house or room that makes you feel safe? These are all things I want you guys to think about along the way. But now I am done. (laughs) I am done talking for quite a long, quite a long period of time. We're going to wrap up this full podcast with a tarot card reading. So first I'm going to split the deck. My question is very simple for everyone listening to the podcast. So this question ancestors and everybody that I love, it's going to be a three card reading. I want to give you guys again. So the question is going to be, what should we all expect for the cancer full moon this weekend so if you guys hear some card shuffling uh, i'm just letting you guys know that that is it so the question is again what should we all expect more specifically what should i expect for this full moon in cancer this weekend so i'm going to shuffle until i feel the cards are starting to speak And it's going to be a three-card reading, just like last time, guys. All right, got my first. Oh, wow, got my second. Wow, so that one, too, just popped out right away. (laughs) Yeah, they were like, yep, 
And I got, ooh, which one here? I got my third. That one just screamed to me, was like, look at me, pick me. And I was like, all right. So we're going to get started with the first card. And again, I am learning as a new tarot card reader. I'm going to start doing that to my practice as well. So the first one, we got the High Priestess. So this is the second card. Here's what it says for the High Priestess again. So this is Intuitive, Unconscious, Divine, Feminine. So this is going to be a very intuitive feeling that we're all going to feel. It's going to be a feminine feeling that we're going to feel. So it's going to be that emotion rule, the, the emotional type of feeling. So the high priestess appears in a reading. She usually indicates a time for learning and listening to your intuition rather than prioritizing your intellect and unconscious mind. She tells you to slow down and reflect on what you have learned and to acquire even more knowledge before making a decision or taking action. Are you facing a big choice or dilemma? Let the high priestess guide you as you venture deep into your subconscious mind and try to connect to your higher self. Meditate, journal, or go on a long, peaceful walk. Take a moment to reflect and connect with your inner being. While doing this, answers will flow, will flow freely and come within. So this is a moon again to trust yourselves, be patient with yourselves, and connect with your inner selves. Reflect, reflect, reflect. The second card we got in the reading is the King of Wands. So for this one, guys. Sorry, guys, as I'm trying to, here we go. So this is all about protective, innovative, and inspiring. The final card in the suit, the, the King of Wands excludes a natural authority. This majesty is also full of creative energy. A mastermind of new strategies, he uses self-expression to get what he desires. But it isn't just creation that the King of Wands is focused on. It is the implementation of his plan. The King of Wands dominates his environment and earns respect as well as willing compliance. When he appears in your reading, he represents real power over any situation. This is an excellent sign if you're facing a problem that seems unsolvable. The king, the personality of the Kings of Wands suggests the answer you seek will be found only when you embrace your personal power and sense of boldness. So the first card, we got the High Priestess tapping into our inner world. The second card is the King of Wands. We are in control of whatever we decide to do. If we tap into, you know, the inner and we do the emotional work. Because we have the answers. The answers that we want are within ourselves. So we need to tap into that and reflect. No one is going to tell you answers. You need to reflect and find those answers for yourself. So that's what we got for the first two cards. And the last card, we have eight pentacles. So look at me starting to pick out. I'm starting to pick out the symbols and immediately be like, okay. Yeah, I'm giving myself some confidence because this is, I'm learning as we go. All right. So, Eight of Pentacles. This involves ambition, diligence, mastery. 
Eight is the number of mastery and accomplishment. So it is no surprise that both of these represent the Eight of Pentacles. This card is an example of a work in progress that is soon to be complete, completed masterpiece. The Eight of Pentacles indicates a period of dedication, focus, and ambition. You know what you will not become a master in, in these skills in one day, but you are prepared for the journey to come and ready to preserve to persevere. You are aware that this is required, a lot of focus and dedication, but you are ready to work hard and to pay attention to the details to reach your new level of mastery. So what I'm getting at from this reading is, first card again, High Priestess, tap into your inner world, your inner emotional world, which is this Cancer full moon. King of Wands, we have the power, we are in control, but we have to find the answers within. You cannot let other people try and find those answers for you. But you are in control. Tap into that authoritarian side of you. You are in control. Let's be in control. And then the eight of pentacles again. Ambition. It's going to be a lot of work that we're going to put in. But we tap into that ambition and drive. We can be prepared for the journey and be ready to persevere whatever it is that we are experiencing. So we got a very positive and uplifting energy that we're going to feel from this full moon. So it definitely feels like this is going to be a very good full moon for a lot of you guys, including myself. So again, I'll make sure to add and show you guys pictures of the reading for the podcast as well. But overall, though, I just want to say thank you guys for tuning into the podcast. Again, this was recorded January 5th on Thursday. The podcast should be out either Friday or Saturday. I will let you know depending on my work schedule. But I appreciate you guys. Have a wonderful full moon. Stay safe, everybody. And this is Josh officially signing off.